Yo, what's good, man? It's the biggest player from the Himalayas, and we're back again here at the Players' Lounge Late Night Talk Show for our fourth episode. It's, we on number four already, bro. Like, damn, bro. I feel like we just started yesterday. I feel like, like it, this shit just happened, bro. But we here, man. We doing big things. We doing it big every time. We doing it bigger. You feel me? This is how we do it at the Players' Lounge Late Night Talk Show, man. We get on that big player shit. We talk good, juicy discussions. We get down to the nitty gritty and and, and 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 at the end of the day we just have fun with it you feel me so um as y'all know every week i have you know a new superstar coming out a new guest a new image a new icon you know what i'm saying it's all you never know what's going to happen here at the players late lab late night lounge talk show dog like it, it can really happen it can anything can happen you know what i mean so um tonight man yo Niggas really, niggas really, niggas really feeling real good tonight, man. Cause I got a, like, I'm talking about a real deal superstar in the building. I'm talking about like, nah, man, dude, not even no regular nigga, man. I'm trying to tell y'all like, like who I got tonight, man. I feel like when y'all see him pop up on this cam, like when y'all see his face, like y'all already gonna know who that boy is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like y'all already know, y'all already tapped in with him, man. His face is really out here, man. He's a good dude too. And his music doing crazy numbers right now so let's um let's 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 introduce him man let's show him some love tonight man let's get him in this in the building let's get him set up man the real motherfucking neil next in line yo let's get it man what's, what's up good, man? baby what's up? Yo, what's live up? in effect bro Let's get oh. you on the players' lounge couch, man, yeah. real quick, man. Can you get comfortable? Right, you got another space right there. Got some man. space here. You know, I'm gonna make it do. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. All right. You know what I'm saying? We vibing, camera angles good. We good. Yeah, we we good. good. We okay, good. Man. We good. Right now, we are going live broadcasting from Anchor, and it's gonna be streamed out to all platforms right now. I'm talking about Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, whatever, you know, anything you could think of, any of the apps you know about this podcast that are out there right now, you can go tap in and find players and Lounge Late Night Talk Show on there. Um, like I said, man, this is the fourth episode, bro, and we've wow. been having crazy superstars out, man. Wow, wow. wow. Like, it's been crazy, huh? How was your ride over, bro? The ride over was smooth, like, literally, you know what I'm saying, because I live in Broward County, you know what I'm saying, so... You know, out for a lot of deals, so shoot, man. I hopped on the highway, came straight here, smooth, no traffic. No traffic. I was just sliding. Oh, that's hard to believe, <laughs> dog. No I, slid, I slid all the way down here, easy. I was here like early, dumb early. I was okay. down here. I, I like to make sure anytime I come out the places, no matter what it is, to just be ahead of the person, meaning that I'm the one that be waiting on you, basically. And that's how I do every show that I do. Um, you know, I love to have a good time. I love to enjoy myself. But at the end of the day, when I do music, I look at it as a business. So I handle it myself in that manner. For so sure. when it's time to come out and do things, I just want to make sure, I'm, A, I'm in my right state of mind. B, I want to make sure I'm here to do my business. And C, when I'm done with that, I'm out of here. That's how I handle my business everywhere I go. And you see how straight to the point and straightforward he was with that? Like, hey. Hey, man, I don't know if y'all peep, man, this dude's a straight-up businessman, for real, man. And he's about his shit, man. He's on his shit. Hey, man, let's talk about let's talk about what you got going on right now, bro. Man, I, I got several projects going on right now, and um, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very grateful and thankful about that because, one, I decided, me and my team, I started a record label. It's called AVMG, The Label. Okay. Um, I started it back in uh, 20, uh, March 2020. 
And um, what I did was I signed myself to the label. So I'm the first guy on the label. So what I did was I'm, I'm actually still building a team right now. But the team I do have, we sat down and planned everything out and said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to come up with the plan. We're going to find out exactly what it is, what you want to do, and what message do you want to convey to people of who you are as an artist. Most artists, they, they do the music and everything, but a lot of time they don't have a plan to let the world know who they really are due to the fact of uh, social media. Social media now, it links you to the music, not just the music by itself. So a lot of artists, they, they focused on just the music when in, literal, in actuality, you need to connect yourself to it so people can connect to you. True. So I'm the type of person True. I love to give back. I love to give positive vibes. I'm that positive energy. I'm a beacon of light. Um, what I did recently back in November, I put on a live virtual concert for a local artist as myself. Whoa. And I chose uh, a couple of artists. A couple of them are Chino. Another one is... Um, Shout out them boys. Um, Shout Chino, out them. Uh, Unico, and Dez Stacks, and Kid Mike. Uh, so what I did with those guys is instead of, you know, the normal, when they get on stage, they normally have to, like, pay or whatever to get on stage, this and that. Right. So what we did, we provided that whole live virtual concert stage free to them, and we also provided food and drinks for them for a liquor that's called Balt Vodka. Balt oh. Vodka, yeah, he came out. And he supplied us with the liquor for them. I didn't drink enough, but I made sure they was good. Right. So that was my way of giving back to artists. Because sometimes, you know, artists pay out a lot of money for a lot of different things. True so indeed. I said, you know, what can I do to give back not only to the people, but to the artists? And so that's what we did. Um, we sold several tickets. So what I did with the proceeds was donated it to the Covenant House in Fort Lauderdale for sex trafficking teens that escape and runaway um, kids and also battered women and domestic violence. Because I grew up. Um, with uh, no mother, no father. My mother tried her best to raise me, but my grandmother is the one who raised me and instilled these type of traits into me. So the main thing she instilled in me was three things. Loyalty, respect, honor. You understand? So I'm built off of those things. And not only that, it's like being a man in your word. Like if I tell you that's what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. If I can't, I'm going to tell you I can't do that. So I, I was built by my grandmother, so I'm built on a solid foundation. So everything I do moving forward is on a solid foundation. Even for when I got to perform, it doesn't matter where I perform at, I make sure I carry myself in a manner where you understand like this guy is not playing around. Right. He's very serious about it, but at the same time, he's very supportive of other artists that are out there. Because I'm not like a crab in a barrel guy. I more or less want to see you win. like Because yeah. I, I feel like we all can. They say, oh, you, nobody can win. It's only going to be a winner. It's, it's never a loser. I'm like, nah. Even when you lose, you, you, won. you won. Reason why? Because you learn from the experience that you lost from. You're going to lose way more times than you're going to win. So embrace that and then you'll be everything you need to be in this life and everybody on earth has a purpose remember that everyone is important here everyone so I look at everybody like that on the same level no matter how high I go up I'm still going to look at you in the same light you are a human being and you worthy that's, that's who Neil is. It's all about love, spreading positivity and seeing what I can do to give back to the community I am Neil for the people I like how that put, how you put that that was very well put man and, and um, I just want to um, say I, I, I noticed that about you bro you you are very supportive of other artists, yeah. no matter what type of you know <laughs> art form form of art they have going on. You know, because music is not the only form of art. This is not the only type of art that we deal with. You know, what I'm saying we're not just into the music. We got all kind of things going on around us. So, um, 
like I said, I noticed you are you very supportive, man. You very out, you know, you know, you reach out to others. Yeah, you um, you're not a Hollywood type of person, no, man. No. Not at all. You know what I mean? You no, down man. to earth, cool personality. So, no, so man. like um, the name Neil, man. I know it's a, it's a, it's sort of an acronym for something. Yeah, yeah. Neil is basically next in line, right? Um, next in line doesn't mean I'm next in line. It means like everyone's next in line, but I just carried that name on my back to represent everybody out here in the world that's trying to do something to better themselves in their lives. So that's why I call myself Neil Next in Line, because not only am I next in line, but everyone out here is next in line to do something great. And I really believe that. And it's, it's crazy because when people look at me, they're like, this guy is crazy. It's like, nah, I'm just insane about people. Right. I feel like people... Uh, uh, have a purpose they just some of them don't know what their purpose uh, they don't know what the purpose is yet and so what I do is I try to encourage you and enlighten you and then push you and motivate you to the point where you be like man I came up with an idea now because I heard this guy speak so you know what he's gonna man I want to start something now because he's gave me that energy to do something and it's and it's a proven fact once I became one of the moderators in Clubhouse shout out to the Clubhouse moderator good vibes only um, definitely, definitely. I'm a moderator in there and, and I noticed that I've rubbed off of people in there. A lot of people have branched off and started other rooms and they said because of me, it was like, bro, you gave me that energy. Some people started giving back to their communities over out of town in like Phoenix somewhere, this guy. He went down there and talked to somebody at the university. Next thing you know, now he's meeting with his commissioner where he live at and he told me in the room that it was because of me that gave him that energy to do so. So what I'm telling you is I'm put on this earth to give you that energy you need to be able to succeed. Straight like that. And that's what it's about, bro. It's about being able to create those relationships. It's about being able to network and make those connections mm -hmm. and, and um, being able to reach people that we, never, we weren't being able to reach before. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, just, just a simple, oh, how you doing today? Yeah. Or, or, or how you feeling? You know what yeah, I mean? Anything. Th th them simple, those simple yeah. words mm -hmm. can make a person's day and can mm -hmm. create that great relationship between y'all mm -hmm. that, that helps you get to another stage of life. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree on that, man. I definitely like the ask the um the whole you know concept behind the next in line. Yeah. The whole your your image. I love it. Bro. I appreciate that, I man. Love it's it. it's definitely I'm I'm definitely rewriting. I'm um I'm creating a uh, a narrative. I'm changing the narr a narrative to things uh, from the normal and I know what Miami's built on I know what Florida's built on like it's like we they come from a, even though I'm from Broward I was originally from Harlem you know I was born in Harlem New York you know okay. what I mean but I was raised in Savannah Georgia right you know what I'm saying so what I've noticed here in Florida period it's a lot of unfriendly people here and, and I mean that in the most respectful way and the only reason why if I feel like some of them are that way is because of what happened to their lives the dramas they've been through problems they ran into which created them to be that way so here i am becoming a beacon of light and i'm gonna change that narrative so now when i come up to you it's like hey man what's up man how you doing man they look at me like what's wrong with this doc this guy <laughs> no i want to rewrite i want to change it i want to change that narrative so that way this whole city from from bound bottom of florida all the way up to the top starts to open up wide to a simple fact that it's going to open up some gates for real big people to come in here and really search for you and find you so i vow to do that i found i vow to be the opposite of that person so now when anytime you meet me it's the same energy though like i never change up never people, do, people out here they see me they like yo this dude he keeps that same. i don't know how he do it but he keep but I, I owe it all to my wife you feel me so like i've been with her for like 18 years you feel me so it's like when i first met her i was a mess like my whole vibe was crazy because 
you know, when you grow up in a situation where your mother didn't raise you like that and you didn't have any motherly nurturing, mm-hmm. you sort of come up like uh, a person that don't care about how you treat women. You get what I'm saying? So I used to dog women out because my mother ain't show me no love, so why should I show love to a woman? You get what I'm saying? So I was messed up in the head for a while about that until I met my wife, you feel me? And she was like, yo, you gotta, you know, it's okay to let your guard down. I like, I understand why you feel the hurt like that right. and the pain like that. Right. It's because your mother didn't nurture you. Like I was raised with my grandmother, but my grandmother showed me tough love. Tough. She didn't give me that hug, like, have a good day, yeah. baby, that kiss on her. She's like, nah, get that out of here, go get that done in the yard, take this. It was like, yo, this is what you gotta do, because she was an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. She never worked for nobody. Right. She always she had several businesses. So that's why that's instilled in my head. Get your own, get your own, get your own. Even when I'm working for people, she's like, You still work for people yet? You ain't get you ain't stopped working yet? You ain't doing mm-hmm. she always used to hit me up. She just passed away in February, not from COVID, but she just passed away, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, long story short, bro, I'm just here to try to see what I can do to chip in on the world. I can't save the world. I'm not trying to save it, but I'm just trying to balance this shit out because there's so much negativity and so many people getting killed. You know, you know, artists is getting got one foot in and one foot out of the business and they getting jammed up because of that. Yeah. So yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to what I'm trying to convey is that I'm literally trying to be a beacon. I am a beacon of light for a lot of people and I am an inspiration to a lot of people. And if I can just reach one, I'm super happy about that. And I'm a real down to earth dude. I love people and I just want to give back. You know what I'm saying? Right, I post right. people love. You know what I mean? People, I, guys just hit me up that, uh, the day saying that he ran into an issue where he had no money. I cashed after him. I don't even know him. Like, he's from out of town. And he was telling me about a situation because I met him on Clubhouse and he ran into a, a jam and I just gave him some cash app money. Like, it's just this it's random things I do. Like, you know, I give back to, I just did a, before the pandemic hit, I went back and gave back to the less fortunate. Right. Now, I didn't post them up. I didn't show them because I felt like that's embarrassing because I used to be homeless. And yeah. I wouldn't want nobody to show me on there. Right, so right, right. what we did was I took me and my kids and we got 100 plates and gave it out to the less fortunate of downtown Fort Lauderdale. These are some of the things I do. A lot of people don't know what I do, but these are some of the things that I do. You know what I mean? So I'm really on the road to become a philanthropist. I love music. That's what kept me out of prison, kept me out of jail. You know, I thank God for music because that saved me. That saved me and it made me the man. My grandmother, she helped me. She kind of, you know, she was trying to steer me the right way. And she did. She succeeded because, thank God, you know, I'm able to carry, you know what I'm saying? And ain't no pressure. You know, I'm cooling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm legit. Like, I, I thank her for that because, I, like I said, I could have been two-time felon the way my, way my life right, was right, going. Right. And the way I felt like nobody gave a damn, I almost went that route. But I thank God, like I said, she came on time. My wife came on time. Shout out and to wifey. Shout Big out shout out to, to wifey, wife, you know man. That's my Bodico right there. Bodico and Dominicana right there. You know what I'm saying? She don't play that. Put some respect on wifey, man. She keep me in line, you know what I'm saying? That's why... That's why I love her to death, you know what I'm saying? No matter what we go through, ups and downs, we ain't perfect individuals, but together we make sense, and that's it. I love it. I love it, bro. Um, I'm glad you had jumped off into the um, to the topic about philanthropy. Um, Because I noticed that in your bio, bro, you you say you're a philanthropist, and... That's a strong term. That's a strong word, bro. And and it's a strong um, label to carry. So... What makes you feel as though you can carry that label? The reason why I feel like I can carry that because I feel like uh, every time I talk with people, mm-hmm. every time I give back with people, they always tell me like, bro, the, the way you speak is like, 
people listen. The way you speak, the energy you give, and when you give back to people, people really reciprocate that. And, and the people label me that. Like, they, I didn't even label myself a philanthropist. Right, right, right. They gave me that label, the people. When I went into the Covenant House, I didn't think anything about philanthropy. It was when I left from out of there and I met with the director. Her name is Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca at the Covenant House. She sat down and we went through this whole thing. It was me and my other team member, Jessica Rabbit. Shout out to Jessica Rabbit. That's my girl. Uh, she's part of the team. And, um, you know, we sat there. And after we finished telling her everything, like, what can we do to help? She said, you know what, Neil? I, first of all, you know, I just want to let you know, man, we really appreciate you for coming out. Uh, we actually never had an artist go inside and ask us about any of this thing. So we want to say thank you about that. And did you know that you're kind of like really doing philanthropy work? Right. I said, I had no clue about that. She was like, yeah, you need to really go after that because I feel like you're going to do something huge and people just going to be like, wow. Like, you're going to just come out of nowhere. They're going to be like, where he came from? Because it just happened. Like, boom, this guy's, it's going to be like, this guy just poof, appeared. And it's like, she was like, you're going to really do something, some big things. And I, I hope people uh, gravitate towards that and really catch on to what you're trying to do and, and the change you're trying to make. You know, it's really going to be a big thing for you and your team. So we're here to support you as well. That's why right now we're actually trying to raise money for the Covenant House. Okay. Um, my plans is, I haven't told the Covenant House this because I want to surprise them, but our plans is to try to raise $2.3 million to actually go in there and do renovations. We got some things in work. I'm talking to a couple of investors right now, and we're really going to really make a dent in trying to do the best thing That's we can major. for them. So. It's, it's, it's a lot that I'm doing. I know I'm not, I'm on the way though. I'm on the way what I'm doing, but my main focus really is try to see what I could do in the community. Uh, once again, I love music. Music is my passion. Uh, you know, I mean, if anybody heard anything that I have out there, it's not a lot. I don't have, um, I got like thousands and thousands of songs, but I don't have a lot that's published or out yet. Uh, the only song that are out here that I have are three songs. It's called I Know. It's one of them. Another one is called Not In Lust, which I dedicated that to my wife. And if you notice, Not In Lust means next in line because it's N-I-L. You know what I mean? And then I have another one called Nights In London, which still means N-I-L, which is next in line. See, everything that I try to do, I make sure there's intent behind it. Um, those three songs, they were in collaborations. Um, I sat down with a couple of guys, we all teamed up and we chipped in on those songs. Cause I'm not a douchebag, you know what I mean? I'm the type of person, like, if you help me put things together, I make sure you get your points for that. Right. I don't care if you say, hey man, put I in there, or put love in there, or put this, you get a point for that. I wanna make sure everybody around me gets paid, that's it. I love that, I love that about you, bro. And, and just to point this out, I didn't ask you that question for myself. I asked you that for the people, cause I, mm -hmm. I see it in you, bro. Oh. I see the philanthropy in you. I oh, see thanks, the man. activists in you. Mm -hmm. I see, Thank I you. see the, you know what I mean? You definitely um, a public figure. Um, I feel like, I feel like you have all the tools and all the, you know, you, you got the support system. I feel like you got it, bro. And I, um, so yeah, like I said, I, I wasn't asking that for myself. You oh, know you, I mean? you look back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe in you, bro. Like I see, what, you, I see what you got going on, bro. So like, yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, yeah, that question was more so for the people, man. Um, um, do you consider yourself like a, you know a, a public influencer, like a actual you know um, like that? I don't consider myself an influencer, but I do consider myself as a person that gives you a thought, like a thought of what you could do. Right. What I mean by that is. 
my music is about flexing and you see like, I don't know if you've seen the video, but you see cars in it, you see women in it. But one thing I'm not talking about it, no, no disrespect to any artists out there, they doing whatever they have to do. I have much respect for the artistry, the entertainment, because I understand what entertainment means, right? Correct, correct. So if you talking about shooting and killing and all that, that's cool, because I look at it as entertainment and correct. I teach my kids that it's entertainment. Don't take that serious, because if they were really doing it, they'll be in jail for real though. So I make sure that they know the difference between that, right? entertainment only reason why I say that is not really doing it. Here's a real example of it, right? (laughs) Check this out. Let's say Denzel Washington did Training Day. He killed people in there, didn't he? Now, when that movie's over, what happened? Denzel is not really killing nobody in there. Because if he was, he'll be in prison for the rest of his life. So that's what my example that I give to my kids. And they'd be like, you know what, Dad? That makes sense. All right, cool. So now when they listen to the music, they in their minds, they're thinking this is only entertainment. It's not real. Dad said it ain't real, and I believe him. Feel me? So... That's why I feel like in my songs, I want to make sure that it's a flex. We having fun, but I don't want to talk about putting you in no trunk or chopping your body up or killing you. Mm -hmm. That's not the type of person I am. And if that makes me that public figure, then so be it. I'll stand in that. You know, I'll stand in that and I'll stand on it. You know, if that's what they put me in. I'm for the people. So whatever the people label me, then that's what it's going to be. Somebody said I was a philanthropist. Bet, I'll fill that shoes. I'll get in there. You know, somebody said, yo, he's for the people like that. Then I'll fill that void. I don't have no problem with that. Because the thing is, we got a lot of negative situations. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to do now is put some balance back to it. Because no matter what, there's always going to be negativity. There's always going to be there. But the balance rate and the negativity rate is like this right now. So what I vowed to do was just add some balance back to it and level it back out again and try to see if other people can understand and feel me where I'm coming from and maybe they want to get to try to help to balance it back out too. So that's the mission right now is to try to bring balance back to the world because we're definitely off balance, especially due to the COVID situation, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of threw a lot of people off. So I'm just out here trying to, you know, trying to help. I even, I even got an interview for somebody out in, uh, in the UK, shout out to The Good Space. Um, it was a lady, she's over there, she wanted to interview me. I was the first artist from the U.S. that she interviewed. Wow. It was like, I couldn't believe it, because yeah. she hit me up through Clubhouse once again. Sheesh. Clubhouse is crazy, man. Clubhouse like, is it, major, it, it's, bro. It's major, it's so major, you literally I, could build your team off of it. Me, personally, after just joining, um, you know, the, the group that you have in Clubhouse, I, I gained, I want to say, maybe like 23 followers. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, I mean, it's not much, but it's, nah, bro, it makes a difference, bro. Like, like just within that 23 followers, I want to say maybe six to 10 has hit me up personally. Like, yo, let's work. Let's do something. Let's, mm-hmm. what, what can we do to make something, you know, happen? Any type of connection network. Can I, can I like reach you to somebody? Mm-hmm. Can I shake, get you to shake hands with somebody? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So like six to 10 people out of 23, bro, that's a great ratio it's to me. Great, you know what I mean? It's great, man. I mean, it's so big because it's crazy. I, I've only been on it for literally three weeks and I've gained 2,500 followers. Jeez. You know what I mean? It's um, amazing. How bro. many I connected with, I'll say about out of those 2,500, I made a good seven solid connections on things. A uh, uh, person that does documentaries from out in L.A., this dude is huge. He does it for movies and everything, Netflix. And he was like, bro, I see what you're doing. I see where you're going with it. And I would love to be a part of putting that, that documentary together. Because that's the project that I'm, one of the projects I'm working on is a documentary. Okay. A mini documentary. Just telling people, trying to convey the message to people to, to know who I am and what I'm about. 
So that way when you meet me, you already know, like I already know what he's on, like he's on this, this type of time, so I'm going to treat him in that manner. See, the thing is, it's all about the manner. You got to know how to carry yourself when they get other people to understand you and to feel you. Because the thing is, you can have great music, but if you, they can't connect with they can't you, relate. then they're not going to deal with you because True. they can't connect with it. True. You know, so my whole thing is connecting. I'm trying to connect with the people before they actually really get to know the music. I'm trying to have them really connect with me. And feel me. Um, I wanted to jump back into the to the Neil the you know the acronym of Neil the next in line because um, I know you, you you mentioned you know you got the, you know not in lust and um, I just you know tapped into I I have I didn't see it until today but like. I love the video, nice in London, bro. Like the shit, the video is lit as fuck. I didn't watch this shit like 10, 20 times today, bro. Like, you know what it's I mean? A blessing. Thank yeah, you, yeah. So like, I'm definitely tapped into that. That's one of my, you know, my new favorite tracks right Thanks, there. Bro. I, really uh, I know it's definitely one of my favorite tracks of yours. So, Thanks, um, um, what, like, I want to ask, kind of like, do you are you gonna are you gonna use that, like, and run with it, like, mm-hmm. with I see you doing the not, you know the nights in London, you know what I mean? Not in lust. You gonna keep it going? Yeah, that's okay. that's the plan. Okay, the plan, the, the acronym and everything. Yeah, that's the plan. I love it's it, a storyline. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a lot of a lot of artists don't have the storyline packed down yet because they're still trying to figure their way out on what what works, right? Right. So, like I said, everything takes planning and intent. So you have to make sure you think everything out. You know what I mean? So my whole thing is this: it's like. I want to do it that way, and, and what it is, I let the people decide. Mm-hmm. I never tell, there's one thing about me, I never tell nobody like, yo, I got the hottest, I'm this, I'm that, and the bag of chips. I let them decide that. I always want the people to tell me. I never want to say anything. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather you judge it yourself and you say, hey, you know, I like this one. I don't really like this one, but hey, I like this one. I think that's you know the I mean? humbleness in you, It's bro. just who I am. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, you, you're a super humble dude, man. Yeah, man. I, nothing cocky about me, man. I'm, I'm just humble, but I'm confident and I'm educated about the music business. Correct. So there, there's a difference, right? Because there's people that can be cocky and not know a thing about the music business <laughs> behind it. And then when you go to check their numbers, the numbers is light work. Right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Because they got a bunch of smoke and mirrors up. You understand? And that's cool. You can have them a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but just make sure you have something to back that up. Because sure. there's big there's big labels and stuff. They really go behind you. They go behind the Instagram and they look at the charts of you and behind that and see if you really got the numbers up. And if those numbers is weak, they just move to the side and go to the next person. And their their whole goal is to find somebody where their numbers is up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can literally be a normal. You don't have to have glitz or glamour on the Instagram. But if that back end is killing it, they'll grab you. They'll make you. Right. They'll grab you. They don't care about how you're looking. They want to see them back numbers. If them back numbers is chaotic, they coming to get you. They're going to call you. They're going to call who knows you, who you around. And they want you. So you got to be really focused on just working on your back end more than you're so concerned about the front end work. And it needs to be an even balance as well, though. You have to balance both. Some folks don't know how. And that's fine. Hire somebody to do that. I like that. Okay. Uh, I noticed you mentioned um, the fact that you have the documentary in the works mm-hmm. and that, you know, you know, you're working towards that and trying to uh, make that come to, to light. Um, I personally feel like all artists need that, bro. Some type of documentary, some type of bio, you know, biography, like to, to, to let people connect with them more, bro. Like, I feel like that's a major thing that you're working on, bro. And um, 
I, I want to do some shit like that. You like you may <laughs> motivate me to do some shit like uh, you know what yeah. I mean. I got my bios, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, my you know, descriptive you know paragraphs about you know, my lifetime and my you know what I'm doing with the music. Mm-hmm. But um, dog, a documentary, bro. That's 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 real, yeah. bro. That's Doc- real. Documentaries tell people they tell people who you are. Yeah. If you notice, right, when artists get on, like little you know little baby and all them, mm-hmm. when they get on, that's the first thing they have. They have the documentary that show you the where the grind came yeah, yeah, The yeah. day in the life for this person, the day yeah. in the life for that person. Everybody wants to see your story. Don't, don't just don't be naive to think it's just the music. Yeah, they want they to feel like they with you. you. They want to feel like they're experiencing this with you. Mm-hmm. They're walking with you through this journey. You know what I'm saying? And they want to be the ones to say when that journey arises and you become like just real huge. They're like, yo, I know his whole story. I was with him on the journey. I was with him. I seen the whole thing. Yeah, I, I see when he went to 7-Eleven and he got the drink out of there. He was bugging out. <laughs> I seen that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people like to walk with you. So you got to walk with them because this is the day and age of that. You understand? Like back in the days, they didn't have to see who you were. They just loved your music. But now the era that we live in, it's the cameras visual. and everything, they want to see you. It's visual, they want to see bro. who you is. Very visual. Very hands-on now. They want to see us doing this right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to see all of that. You know, they're like, yeah, I got to wipe my hand. It's real. We got COVID going on. So, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. You know, they want to see that. And, um, and that's the gems that I dropped. Like, I, I could easily not drop those. But I do because I look at it as I'm not competing with anyone but myself. I'm trying my best to be the best me that I could possibly be. And that's where my mind frame is at. I don't think when I when I put when I put up another artist on their story and I post them up, it's never with the intent of anything. Just like I love what they're doing, let me post them up. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get other people to even post up. Your own people half of the time won't do it. Mm-hmm. But here's this perfectly stranger that you don't know that's posting up your stuff and you're like where he came from. It's a greater impact it, too, bro. A, oh my God, it's it's beautiful. it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing because I do it with no intent. I do it just to show support. Just because I know how I would want somebody to support me. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, well, let me post them up. You know, I'm almost at 13K. Let me, let me post them up. Mm-hmm. That might help them. Because mm-hmm. I, ain't income, I ain't in no competition. The way my mind's set up, I feel like I'm just not in competition with anybody. I don't feel threatened by anybody's careers. Nothing. It's, it's just something in my head. I, I meditate. I believe in manifestation. I'm very spiritual. That's why you see me. I got this right here. You know what I'm saying? You already know, the hand you know what I'm So, yeah, you feel me? Like, I'm into this heavy. You feel me? Like, I talk to people. I talk to Zen and all that. You feel me? So, at the end of the day, they've already told me what's up with me. They already told me. They told me and my wife what the drill is. So, my whole thing is, is see what you can do to add values to people's life. Warren Buffett did it. All these guys did that. They, they found out what you want. What, what did you need? What you need. And once they found that out, they capitalized off of what you needed. They found out what service you needed and they provided that. You know what I mean? So long story short, a, and I say this out to anybody. Long story short, sit down to yourself with nobody around and find out what it is people need and service them. And you'll be, you'll be set forever. And that's just the way I feel about that. But uh, I'm, I'm only in competition with myself. I just want people to know that. Never feel intimidated by me. Never feel threatened by me because of, you know, what I'm doing. Just understand that I'm competing against myself. That's it. Strong. Strong, bro. Um, I want to kind of jump back into the, uh, the child the, you know, with your kids. Um, how many kids do you have, by the way? I have a total of five. Um, and uh, four of them are, are boys and one is a girl. Okay. Okay, and um, would you say 
Would you yeah. say, I, I know you're a man of principles, bro. So um, would you say that you raise your child to reflect, your kids to reflect on that, um, on principles in life? Absolutely. And they live by that. They, they live by that. They have so much respect for people because of what, I, what me and my wife put into them. Right. We even instilled something in them, like almost a download to a phone mm-hmm. when you got to do updates every so often. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we downloaded into the kids, you understand, some things that principles that they can take with them and have the respect for everybody when they come across. So basically what I'm telling you is the way that I am, my kids are. They like come off the same way. Things, yeah, they come off the same way. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like when you meet any of my kids, they're the most respectful kids mm-hmm. because they don't say anything unless they're being spoken to. Like they're very observant. They won't even, they'll be quiet as you, you wouldn't even hear them. Because they, they're, they're, they're trying to listen to find out what's going on and making sure everything is, they're learning something. They all, yeah, huh? Yeah, most of them are. You know, I got, I got a, uh, you know, a 19-year-old who just graduated from the Marines. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he just oh, graduated yeah. from the Marines. You feel me? So, like, there's That's a lot a of them. Yeah, I, I'm, put it this way to you. I just, all I did was what my grandmother taught me. I just, I just downloaded that into the kids. Mm-hmm. And, in, and, and the fruits of the labor are coming out. They like to work for what they they work for everything. They don't take nothing from nobody. You can leave a million dollars on that table when you get back. The money is sitting there because that's what I told them. Me and my wife, we we trained them that way. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't money doesn't move them. Mm-hmm. What moves them is the character of the person. Okay, that's that's what we're about. We're okay. about character. We have character. There's not a lot of people left of us of that. But it's it's so it's so refreshing when you meet people that are literally about morals and about codes. Right. We go off codes. You know what I mean? Ethics. If you if you are this way, this is what will happen. If you're that way, this is what happened. But the energy you put out, the energy you get back. If you move with aggression, aggression is gonna move towards you. That's just how it is. I feel you like know? I feel like that's like kind of like a perfect transition to talk about one of our topics of the night. Um, one of the main topics of the night was a uh, childhood trauma, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like. Childhood trauma is all based on how the child is raised, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I feel like trauma can be easy, like trauma can easily happen to a child depending on you know that structure, you know yeah. that you know, like how you say, oh, I I, I train my kids this way, I, I you know I, I teach them this, I instill this into my child. Mm-hmm. Um, Kids are easily, you know, influenced, bro. They're, you know, yeah. they're easily influenced. They're easy, easily steered away from easy. what's reality and, you know, and what's just, you know what I mean, you know, fiction. You know what I mean? What's just mm-hmm. entertainment. What's just, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. just, you know, false news or, you know what I mean, whatever the case may be. Because there's a lot of that going on out here. But um, yeah. I feel like, bro, we need to coddle our kids, bro. We need to... Yeah. Um, we need to be closer to them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. as far as relationships yeah. wise, um, not as not so much just a hundred percent parenting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It gotta be some type of like not nece- not I wouldn't say friendship. I wouldn't say friendship. Because you can't necessarily it, it's more of a bond, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's more of that that um that respectful bond mm-hmm. of of understanding. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um I want to say, I want to, I, I want to just say, like, I've been through childhood trauma, you know what I mean? I've been, I went through, I had a crazy childhood. My father wasn't in, you know, in home. Um, I'm not going to say, it, like, I didn't, I, like, he wasn't there, 
but he wasn't there. You know what I mean? I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they wasn't, my, my mom and my father wasn't together. They never were together. They mm-hmm. never really got along like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, in most cases, my mom was my father. Right. But, um. You're blessed, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I was raised by, I, I was pretty much raised by all women. You know, mm-hmm. grandmother, great-grandmother, my mom, my aunts. It, um, it wasn't too many father figures around. Mm-hmm. But, um. I feel like the 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 way I dealt with my childhood trauma, um, as far as putting it towards you know a grind or um, you know uh, a dream or uh, something that I really wanted, a passion of mine. As far like you know, what I mean, I've, I've been doing music since I was you know uh, I, I want to say I started actually writing at maybe ten or eleven. Awesome. Um, so uh, I've been doing music for a while and. I played with it a while, you know what I mean? It, but it took me a while to recognize that as my coping mechanism, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, oh, music is what soothes me. Right, like a like, therapy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like not just physically, but nah, in my nah, soul. Like in your soul. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it spoke to you, it speaks to you, it keeps you calm. It calms my you, nerves, my anxiety you know, is down. Yeah, it like, everything. That's I, it took me a while to recognize that, to realize that, mm-hmm. oh, Everybody needs that. Everybody needs some type of coping something. mechanism in life. Yeah, something, you know no I mean? matter what it is, whether it's your trees, whether it's whatever you need to calm, that's what you need. Right. I, I don't see the thing about me is I'm a no judge zone, mm-hmm. basically, with me. True. I don't judge you for whatever it is you do. It's your life, you get me? Like, I'm not saying, hey, look at him with that. No, no, no. What I am saying is, I'm not the one to judge, and there's no perfect people allowed around me. True. If you know what I mean, I'm all about you know if you if you're an imperfect person, you're the one I want to be around mm-hmm. because you're not you're not no one's perfect. You show me somebody's perfect, I'll give them anything they want. They can have my car, you know what I mean. They can have it if if you find me one that's perfect. Like there's nothing wrong. They've never suffered from nothing. If you can find one, show me. You know, and and with that being said, I understand where you're coming from. Like like I said, like. My mom was there, but she only could do what she can do. And then she passed me off to my grandmother. And my grandmother took over. Mm-hmm. And when my grandmother took over, you know, I, I mean, it was cool and all. But I wanted, at, you know, me being young, I wanted my mama. Right. I wanted that nourishment. I wanted that mama to hug you and be like, it's going to be okay. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted that. And I told her that when we got when I, as I got older, you know, I told her, I was, she was like, well, what do you want from me? I'm like, I just wanted you to be my mom's like that. Yeah, you feel me? There. That's all I wanted. You know I, mean? I didn't like, want no money. I didn't, I didn't ask you for that. I asked you for the love. That's right. what I wanted. And I couldn't get that at that time. at that time. So it was like I was mad at the world for that. And it wasn't the world's fault. So for many years, I had a thing where, like, when I, since my mother, since my grandmother helped raise me, mm-hmm. I had a thing where I felt like I owed my grandmother. But then a lady sat me down and was like, yo, you don't owe your grandmother. Your mother owes your grandmother. Why are you carrying your mother's burden? For years, I carried my mother's burden. Like, I literally, I literally, anything my grandmother asked me to do, I jumped and I did it. She was like, you know, take me, Grandpa, take me down here to Florida to the pine. Because she lived in, um, in Jessup, Georgia, which is right outside of Savannah. Mm. She was like, grandson, you know, the liquor store closed. I mean, the beer store closed and all that up here in Jessup. I need you to run me down to the Jacksonville on the line real quick, which is like an hour and change away. Yo, I literally, and my wife noticed, I literally would jump up go to my grandmother's house, pick her up, and drive her down to the border, and then drive her back. 
You know what I'm saying? If she asked me anything, I would jump and do it because I just felt like, yo, I owe her. She helped, she helped raise me. She put a lot, you know, she taught me so many things. I feel like I'm in debt. Until one day somebody told me, like, this lady, like, listen, stop feeling like you're in debt to your grandmother. Stop that. If anything, your mother should be doing that. She should be making sure about your grandmother. You shouldn't be carrying that burden. And, and I thank God now, you understand? Like, I, I get it now. I understand. They, they're right. I, I wasn't supposed to carry that burden. But for many years, I, I was carrying that. And it was hindering me in my mind, too. So I, I used to walk around a lot of animosity towards my mother about that. You know, I walked around a lot of animosity towards my father like that. But long story short, I was able to, I was able to dodge the penitentiary due to the fact that it matter that I got that chip off my shoulder from my wife. It made me get the chip off my shoulder and stop being mad at this guy or this guy or treat this woman this way. Like crap, who cares? And this and that. Like she was like, nah, it's okay. I get where you're coming from. Because mm -hmm. she's from the Bronx. She knows she grew up a tomboy all her life. She grew up holding things down. She grew up, she grew up, my wife grew up street. She, she street smart and book smart. Strong woman. You understand? So she, she stands firm, you know what I mean? So it was like, boom, I got out with her, and I looked at it like, well, I'm a, I'm a self-motivator myself, a self-starter, and I always covered up those, those, those traumas that I went through. But then when I got with her, I was able to bring those traumas to the, to the forefront. Mm -hmm. She made me put it to the forefront, like, listen, let's face what it is. What is the issue? Mm -hmm. When I told her, I broke down, I cried. I just, I mean, I lost it because it was just so much had built up over the years and I was holding it in like this tough, this tough thing. And then when it, when the wall came crumbling down, I just fell down and cried to her and grabbed her by the, I was just, I'm sorry, you know, because when I first met her, you know, I was still in the mentality of women. You feel me? Like I was still in the mentality of treating women crazy. Like with no feeling, you feel me? I had no feelings for women. I was just, only thing I would think about, let me date them, that's it. Mm -hmm. I had no feelings. And, and it was due to the fact, like they told me, it was due to the fact you didn't have the love for your mother. That's the reason why you had no love for women like that. Had your mother showed you that type of love and compassion, then you would have really kind of knew how to go about how respecting women in a certain aspect. And because I didn't, I misused them a lot. And I apologize for any women that I've ever did something wrong to. Those are things that I think about. Have I ever done them wrong or just did crazy stuff to them that I shouldn't have done? You get me? Like, those are things I think about. But what I do now is I learn from that. And what I've done now is, you know, I respect her because she showed me respect. And she showed me, like, yo, this is how you're supposed to treat a woman. So she taught me. She made me a man. She made me a man. I can honestly say that. She made me more of a man, you know? Do you feel like, do you feel like all men need a woman in their life to keep them, you know... They do, because uh, it's... Remember, God made a woman from the rib. Right. It's just... If I you believe, if you believe, I, if yeah, you yeah, believe yeah, in that, though. Definitely. I mean, everybody has their own beliefs. But you do, because they're like... They came from you, so they, they're like your ribs. So they, like, a part of your okay. journey. Right. They're a part. You can't just be like, I don't need no one for nothing but just to lay down with. Like, nah. nah. That's negative, because how do your mama came? I honestly think you, feel you can't me? prevail like that, bro. You, I'm, that's yeah. just my that, belief. Everybody though. has to believe. Right, I, right, mean, right. I, I mean, I'm just telling you what I believe. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what everybody else believes. Some, some guys are just bigamists. They're not bigamists. I don't know what a word you use for uh, that, mom. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But they're just... 
It's chauvinist, I'm sorry. Chauvinist. Yeah, it's chauvinist. That's like, the perfect, nah, yeah. I'm inferior. The woman is under here. I'm here. Do this, do that. And it's like, nah, you're going to have a lot of friction when you do that. Mm-hmm. Because once you get into a frame where you try to command that woman like you're trying to train a dog, that's going to be an issue later on. It may not happen now. They're going to do whatever you say now. But after a while, they're going to start resisting you for that because there's not a mutual respect for each other. True. Because they're human at the end of the day. True. Women are human just like you are. You know, they get tired just like you get tired of something. So. That's the problem. So, so you get very foul. That's how I was. I, um, That's how I was. I, don't, I wouldn't say I was the complete opposite. Um, Cause I, I I grew up, you know, very like I wasn't a womanizer. I wasn't, you know, what I mean, I grew up real respectful of women. Cause I, you know, my, I was raised around women. So I mean, uh, I grew up kind of like, kind of like, mm-hmm. some somewhat the opposite. Cause like. My all my hate and resentment went towards my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck, bro? What What are you doing? Like, why are you not here? Why are you not? I'm I'm going to football games. My mm-hmm. mom's here. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all these dudes out here with, you know, their fathers. fathers you know what I'm saying? Team. Like, my yeah. mom can't go come get. Like, yeah, she gonna come tell me like, hey, you gotta go harder, do better. You know, <laughs> but she's not gonna get on my ass. She's like, gonna hey, get this done. Hey, like, what are you yeah, doing yeah, out here? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Really I needed us. I needed that. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, that 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 man, that manly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like that. I was I was more you know hate hate. I had hatred towards him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm 24 years old now. Mm-hmm. It took me to. I didn't. I didn't. You know. Feel comfortable enough to call him in a, and, and have that conversation with him until I was 21, bro. Right. So it takes that time. It, it's, it's only been three years that I'm, you know, weight lifted. I feel good. You know, I'm not. I'm not angry anymore. Right, right. I'm not mad at the world. Mm-hmm. I used to like. I literally used to hate su- superiors. I hate. I hated male figures. I hated. <laughs> I hated. Uh, I, like I've been to jail so many times. You know what I mean? Not. You know nah, what I mean? Not good. to. You know. No one's perfect. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I hated it, bro. I hate. I hate authority. I hate. I, even right now, I still hate authority. But it's gotten more. I, I, I'm more calm on the situation. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm more soft on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not so strong on the fact that, oh, I'm not going to listen to this because I don't want it. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? Right. I'm not so like that no, anymore. No, I'm I more, get it. I'm more comfortable you're, in You're maturing. I'm in, you're yeah, maturing exactly. now. That's all it is. And you're starting to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, once you become self-aware of what's going on around you and what you're actually doing, things will start to change. You will slowly make those changes. Nobody else ain't going to do it but you. Mm-hmm. You're going to slowly do that. And nobody needs to push it or force it. Just let that change happen and pray that it, it goes the way it needs to go so you can get up out of that. Right. There's so many things that I've done when it came down, I mean, for anything, like if, if I made the choice or decision, I would think about like, dang, I made a bad choice there. Thank God I was able to get through it without getting jammed up because I could have easily got jammed up, you know. But long story short, when it comes down to the male figure, you're right. Like, I wish my father was more involved. And, and I had, you know, I had certain things against him, too. Like when he passed away not too long ago, I went in to see his body or whatever. I really didn't have no tears for him. Until after the fact. Mm-hmm. And when I cried those tears, it wasn't tears of that he left. It was tears of why didn't you spend enough time with me? Why I didn't really, you feel me? No. Like, yeah, I didn't really, you know what I mean? I knew he was my father and all that good stuff. No. But we didn't really throw a football with each other and run down the street or anything like that. So, 
you know, at the end of the day, that's what I cried for. You know, it wasn't a cry for like, I know him. That's my father. Like, I knew he was my father, but I'm talking about the, the spending the time. The spending the time was a thing, you know, so that that was the thing with him. But uh, like I said, with my mom, I, I had wished that it would have been more tighter with her. You know what I mean? But as we older now, we're getting better with that. Like we're we're fixing our situation. I've let those things go now. Now I no longer worry about what's already happened to me now. I'm worried about what's going on now and what I'm doing now to to correct what happened to me in the past. So whatever my parents did, they have to live with that. They had to live with whatever they did and the mistakes they did. And just like I have to live with whatever I'm doing. You feel me? So I made sure I changed it around and put my kids treat my kids differently than my father and mother did. So I corrected where they went wrong at. Mm-hmm. So now with my kids now, I'm like, hey, baby, I tell my daughter, hey, nice, how you doing, baby? Give me a hug. <laughs> She's like, dad, what you doing? I'm, like, I'm just hugging you, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, just trying to create those memories and those moments so that way they don't, I don't want them to feel the hurt that I felt. So, you know, that I was in harboring for a long time. So I, I don't want my kids to ever feel that because I know what that pain feel like to not have somebody say, you know, I love you. Have a good day. Like I tell them when I feel I love you. They like, I love you, dad. You always say I love. But they, I tell them why, because that was never said to me. So that's why I'm, I push that into them where they um, know. This nigga finna make me they call. Know, I'm man. about to call I mean, my I'm kids kid, after. Man. Like when this show is, Real, look, man. bro, we at, we at 48, 40 I minutes, bro. Mean. Like, you know what I'm saying? When this shit is over, bro, I'm finna call my kids <laughs> right now, bro. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. My soul just yeah. lifted, bro. Yeah, like, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'll just sit here and it, it took a moment of silence listen, and everything, bro. Listen, so, it's yeah, nothing man. like putting it into your kids, man. Oh, it's um, a beautiful it's feeling, It's nothing bro. like that because the, at the end of the day, they gonna fight for you. What I mean by that is somebody try to say, yeah, you know, because Neil's like this. They're like, no, he's not. We with them every time. Mm-hmm. Like when we go out, we go out to eat. We go out to West Palm up there just to look at the, the mansions up there. We, I just take these kids and show them like, listen, this is possible. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you can't touch this because you can. You just got to make sure you work for your situation. Get on the entrepreneur spirit and make things happen. Yeah, I mean, these people are out here in these places because they made something happen. That's why they in it. That's all it is. They, they it ain't nothing the, special. They human. They, they just found a way. Yes. They found a way. That's it. Yes, yes. You got to find a way. There ain't nothing impossible to get on this earth. You can obtain anything on earth, but what you can't obtain is somebody who really loves you, and you can't attain, you can't attain respect, and you can't retain honesty. All those things have to be in you or put in you to have that. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like I said, me for myself, speaking for me, I'm just a guy that's just trying to do what I can to be a different, uh, a different shed of light on things. You know what I mean? To be a positive, a positive light. You know what I'm saying? Um, am I perfect? No way. I'm not perfect. Do not look at me as a perfect person. Um, you know, I have my ups and my downs. But what I try to do most of the time is just try to carry a, a pure and genuine heart to show love to people. And then you, you, I'm telling you, everywhere I go, it's the same. I don't care where I go at on the earth. I keep the same vibe every time. And that's what I want people to know, man. I love everybody out there that's trying. And if uh, you're feeling down or you're feeling like you're in a spot where you're feeling like depressed, just understand this. Um, there is a reason why you're on the earth in the first place. You made it out of all those sperms that came in there. You was the one that broke through and got in there. So you're supposed to be here. Trust me. So never think that your life is worthless because you are worthy. You are enough. You're supposed to be here. You understand? And, and believe me, to be honest with you, I literally believe in everybody on the earth has a purpose or something. 
I don't care if it was to tell you that they too. loved you and then they passed and they transitioned. Regardless, it was a purpose for what they did. We all meeting each other, it's a purpose because of that. Everybody, Everything's like happening the way it's supposed it's to. It's in your heart, bro. It's in your it's heart. Whatever it is that's like itching you every day, because I know you feel it, bro. I know y'all feel it. Every human has it in them. It, whatever y'all feel like is in your heart, that's itching y'all, that's every day, you know what I mean? That feeling, yeah. that's what y'all need to be whatever, doing. Yeah, whatever is telling you. Something's telling you something. To do something. Do yeah, that. Do that you. thing. And always go with your first decision, never the second. Never the second. Never. I agree, 100%. Go with your, a lot of people are like, I should have went with the first thing I, that means you were supposed to. Right. Whatever your mind's telling you the first thing to do, that's the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. The second thing is never the good. I know that from life experiences. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've always, and ever since then, I've always went with my first instinct. Always. Always. From, from learning from everything else that I've been through. But and when uh, you do, you be like, oh. when you, you don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 dog, like, like what what you, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man, you heard it here, bro. Like, we here tonight, live in effect, yeah. with Neil, man, the Neil. real fucking Neil, dog, next, next in line. line, dog. Man, you heard it first here, live in effect, Players Lounge Late Night Talk Show. Man, we're going to be closing up here in a second, but look, yeah. I want to ask you one last question before we leave, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel like is your number one hottest track, the one that's... You know, the one, everybody, all your fans, all your followers, all your supporters, all your teammates. What, what do they feel like? What do you feel like at heart is the hardest song to you? What I feel that's the hardest song to me. Meaningful, concept-wise, yeah, all the, around. The overall. hardest song to me, to be honest, I feel is not in lust. Because it means something. It really, all of them mean something. But that one's to the heart because... She been with me, you know. That's when I be like, if this isn't love, don't know what love is. Cause she held me down when I ain't have shit. She knew that I would make it here way before I did. You the type of chick that you take back to the crib. Introduce you to my mama. She like, baby, where you find her? Put you in designer. Swear that you deserve the finer. Save the life. And I want to give them to you. They don't impress you at all. You really love me for me. You even love all my flaws. That's, that's why I feel like that one. Acapella that though, that y'all one. hear the? I don't think y'all hear the that, vocals that behind it. Thank yeah, man. yeah, man. yeah. Hey man, Bless give it up for man. my dog, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> give it up Bless for my man. dog, man. Yeah, I, man. I'm so grateful that you guys brought me on here uh, to play this uh, lounge. You know, this is a blessing, and I just want you to know that I'm very grateful for you bringing me on here. I'm grateful for you guys. Just really, I am. I, I really mean that. Like, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day. I'm all about supporting people and what I can do to help push the culture forward. And if I come out here to show you guys love, then that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? And I make the time to do that, you know? So I really appreciate you guys for bringing me out. Um, Just know to know me is to love me. Um, If you don't know me, get to know who I am. I'm I'm actually cool in real life, as you guys can see. I'm here. You know I can what I'm vouch saying? for that. So, I can vouch for that, bro. So, you know, cool dude. Great to be around, so, bro. Since day one, I met you, bro. The yeah. energy's been lit. The love's That's been right. mutual, bro. Yes. The support's been mutual, bro. Yes. Um, dog, like it's 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 real in the field right now, man. <laughs> like I got, I, I'm sitting next to a goat in the Yo, making, man. dog. And and, and I, I don't think y'all that. realize, I mean, man. Listen, I'm, I'm not he's so that. humble with I'm it, man. That, man. He killing me right now. I'm not saying that. I let him. I let y'all say that. I ain't. You know what I mean? I ain't. 
I'm just a man at the end of the day that's just trying to just, you know, chip in on the world. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whatever I could do to chip in, I'll do that. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's Oh, not in lust. Basically, not in lust. Break it down. Just, Break here's it down. the deal, right? Not in lust. This goes out to every single guy out there who is mistreating their woman and not respecting the woman that is really actually holding you down when you get jammed up and you get into a position and then you get out and act like she ain't do nothing for you when she's been holding you down this whole time, right? She's been making sure you're good. She makes sure you eat. She makes sure you got clothes on you if you ain't got no money to get the clothes. She providing and help you to get you on your feet. I'm not saying all women are like that. Right. But if you come across that woman, don't mistreat her. And that's what not in lust is about. That's what not in lust comes in that. You know, if this isn't love, don't know what love is. She held me down when I ain't have shit. You knew that I would make it here way before I did. You the type of chick that you take back to the crib, introduce you to my mama. She like, baby, where you find her? Put her in designer. Swear that she deserved to find her things in life. See what I'm saying? Like, it's the deep concept for yeah. every man to listen to. This is really for men to listen to like, yo, this girl, the girl I'm with, she really holds me down. Mm -hmm. If she, if you with a girl that ain't holding you down, hey, I pray that you get to that one that you need to hold you down. But when you find someone that's holding you down like that, you got to respect them for that. And hold and, them and tight. And hold them tight because you don't find those many women that'll do that. You don't even find that many women who really support your dream. Mm. They're more worried about their, what's going on with them more than they worry about with you. They're more into the lusting part because in the beginning, I used to lust my wife when I first met her before she became my wife. Mm. I used to lust her. Mm. I wasn't in love with her. But as the years grew and she was showing me how she was, she was woman enough. It take a real, it take a real woman. That, I'm being honest. Yeah. It, it, it was a woman that showed me like, yo, you don't have to do this. You can do this. I'm going to show you what a real woman do. And, 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 and the lust went away. And then love kicked in, like in love. Because you can love a pet, you can love a dog, but to be in love with a woman, that's when you have arrived on manhood mm. to me. Mm. I think that's a great closing. Like, I, that's <laughs> deep, bro. Yo, man. It's, it's, I want a wife, bro. Yo, I'm tired man. of being lonely, y'all. I'm still <laughs> single. I'm still out here single. Say like, what y'all doing out here? Like, y'all tripping. Like, I'm a good dude. Say single, man. Y'all better keep up. I hung up my gloves a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? My gloves hung up. I mean, it's hung up. It's crazy out here, man. Them gloves are rusty now. They got cobwebs on them thing now, man. Yo, so y'all who tuned in right now on Instagram Live, y'all have the, you know, y'all have the, y'all, uh, what is it called? What is it called? Y'all have the, uh, the, the, um, the, um, the, um, I don't know. Y'all got the exclusiveness right now. Of getting the, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Y'all get the non-cut, the non-edited, the rough, raw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Y'all getting this right now, as, yeah. as as well as Anchor FM. Y'all getting the raw, Shout rough, out to uncut. FM. Yeah, man. You know what I mean. Yeah. We, without them, we couldn't be reaching all these platforms right now. So yes, yeah. big shout out to Anchor, man. Big shout out to sponsors, Trap Club, Paint with a Kush, man. MWP, Most Wanted Players. We are here, man. Shout out to Neil, man. I appreciate you for coming out, dog. It's all love, you baby. Know it, bro. It's always love. It's gonna forever be love. Love, bro, we yes. tapped in, we locked in, bro. And, yes, man. And, and, anything you guys need to, um, if you ever need me to post anything up on my story, yeah, I'll be happy to do it. It's not a problem. Definitely know and, that. Um, and whatever I can do, man. And um, 
Yeah, we have. If y'all have like a show or whatever coming up, let me know. I'll come out. Okay. I'll support it. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's no pressure. Yes, you know what I mean? Just, just let me know about it ahead of time. Make mm-hmm. sure my schedule is cool, and I'll slide through. No problem. Most definitely. I don't care man. where you at. You could be up in Tampa, Orlando. I'll take the trip. I don't care. And I got a passport if you ever want to go overseas. Hey, say less, man. <laughs> look, look, man. Ain't no slipping, man. Ain't no slacking on the packing, man. We do it in here, man. Stay tuned because guess what? We got the real Neil next in line performing live one of the hottest tracks of his discography, man. Hold up, man. Stay tuned. We here. Players Lounge Late Night Talk Show. Let's go. Good morning.